0: I'm Misty Seibel, your host. Welcome to Sweet Home Seibel. This episode, I think, I don't know yet, but I'm feeling like this episode is going to be my favorite so far. And that is because I want to talk about the subconscious mind. So, I want to talk about that today, kind of what I've learned over the years reading books, doing courses of all kinds, (laughs) really just seeing where the subconscious mind falls within religions and all of that good stuff. So, I have a well rounded enough answer to give. I feel like I'm finally there, so I want to talk about it. And in the same breath, when I say I'm finally there, you know that saying as soon as one question is answered, You have another question? As soon as I learn so much about the subconscious mind that I think I have a grasp on it, it's like, oh wait, there's something new. So take my words lightly. The subconscious mind, what is it? This is an interesting question and I know for a fact that I don't have the dead truth answer. I just know what I can tell you that I think. And hopefully that'll help you kind of form more of an opinion about it. In our brains, we have the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere, the left side and the right side. The left side is in charge of logic. It's in charge of numbers and statistical thinking. It's also considered the conscious mind, your thought process. Then your right hemisphere, the right side of your brain, is connected to creativity. It's connected to your emotions, how you ebb and flow with the world. You could look at it from my podcast episode of Balancing Opposites. You could look at it as left side is masculine and right side is feminine. It's not that they possess just those qualities. When we're thinking of like organic, free-flowing, just colorful, creative, that is the right side of the brain, which would also be considered the feminine side. And then the left side of the brain would be looking at the numbers, looking at the big picture, looking at how things work mathematically. That would be a more masculine energy. I'm not saying that that means that that is only masculine and only feminine. I want to make that very, very clear. I'm not labeling it as such. I'm just trying to give references to a different idea that we all know as one side and the other a yin and a yang. The right side is also the subconscious mind. This is where things get interesting because, and it's so easy to tell in our society, a lot of people don't want to dive into their own minds. They're scared, more or less, of doing that, so they judge other people and how they think. And we see that everywhere, with everything, in every situation you could possibly think of there has been someone who would prefer to judge someone else's thought process because they're too afraid to look at their own. Why do we have one voice that sounds good and one that sounds bad? Or how come sometimes I feel this way and sometimes I feel this way? And how come sometimes I can't pull myself out of this? I don't know where this feeling is coming from. And you just wish you could have some direction on those questions. That's scary if you don't know where to find the answers. Now all of a sudden you've brought up all these questions about your mind and if you think too much into why you're thinking a certain way, you're only going to go down that rabbit hole even further. To be honest with you, that is coming from the conscious mind because you're trying to find a logical answer. In math, 1 plus 1 equals 2. So when you ask a question in a logical way, there should be an answer on the other side because it's a fact and it's a logical way of thinking. But the conscious mind just simply cannot answer some of those questions because they're coming from the subconscious mind. So the subconscious has to answer them. Another way to look at this is your conscious mind is your ego. And your subconscious mind is your higher self. Your ego runs the show every day, which is great. You know, your ego can be a very loyal servant if you have put it in its place. But a lot of people's egos have kind of just started running rampant to the point where you can't even hear your subconscious mind think. When we're doing things we thoroughly enjoy, when we're being creative, when we're producing something out of love, that's when we can hear our subconscious thoughts. Because when you're so laser focused, when your logical mind is like, okay, I'm going to focus on this painting, it goes quiet. And when the conscious mind goes quiet, the left side of the brain, the subconscious mind has space to come out. It's almost like when you're in meditation and you're trying to quiet your logical brain, you're trying to do that so that you can ultimately connect to the right side of your brain, the creative part of you, the creation of you. That's the part that maybe has the answers to those questions that you have been wondering about yourself. A good meditation would be to set an intention of a question that you want answered. Pose that question, that's your intention within the meditation, and then go into meditation and try and shut that left side off. Just quiet the logical part. The reason that meditation is hard and people tend to not want to do it is because... It's not easy to turn your conscious mind, your left side hemisphere off completely when you're not given a task to do. So when you're painting or when you're cooking or when you're cleaning or whatever it is that you can thoroughly enjoy and get into in the moment, so your logical mind has something to focus on, what ends up happening in meditation a lot of the times because people haven't yet figured out how to calm the left side of their brain. That part really does react like a little kid, like, I'm not going to be quiet. I'm going to say anything I want to say. Actually, let's go through your entire family right now. Let's go through all the plans you ever have wanted to do in your whole life ever. Anything it can bring up to distract you, to keep it from quieting itself down, it will do. And I know it's interesting that I'm referring to a side of your brain as what would sound like a human being or a person outside of yourself. But if we start picturing our minds this way, it's almost easier to then manipulate to get it to where you want it to be, reworking what part of the brain you want to turn on and turn off and when, so you are able to manipulate that process instead of it manipulating you. So when we're in meditation and your conscious mind does not want to shut up, that's when people, I think, give up. Because they're like, all I hear are all these running rampant thoughts and I just don't know how to quiet it down. And it can get really, really frustrating if you're a parent, you know this, to try and calm a child down to get them to be quiet, especially when they don't know what's going on and they're not going to want to be quiet. So we have to find tactics around that. We have to be patient. We have to try it over and over and over again. You know that saying, we only use a certain percentage of our brains. First off, why do we only use a certain percentage of our brains? And how are we not wanting to explore more of it? And it makes me think, do we just not know how to tap into that? Or have we been conditioned to not tap into that? Through the decades, through all historical events, through the way that Earth has evolved, maybe we haven't needed that part of our brain. But it kind of feels like now becoming adults and really speaking out in a different way of living life, and we really want a work life balance. Whereas the generations before us really put work on the forefront of their lives, and everything else was secondary. This is kind of because I think that this right side of our brain, this subconscious mind is growing and we're allowing it to and we're trying to tap into it. There's huge movements on manifestation and meditation and Rupert Winfrey's Super Soul Sunday and you've got all these people talking about living in the moment, living in the present, living in your creative side of your brain. That is going to be where you find your joy in this life. As much as I'd like to say that you will find joy right away in your subconscious mind, that's absolutely, hopefully it is the case, but it's absolutely not the true fact that that's going to happen. Your subconscious mind holds a lot of information that you consciously maybe have tried to avoid or gotten rid of or forgotten about because your subconscious mind has logged everything that's happened in your life so far. With that being said, the more you tap into the right side of your brain, the more these things are going to be given the chance to come back to the forefront because you're putting the right side of your brain in the forefront. Everything that is within that side that's been stored is going to come back up as well. We see this through a multitude of different therapies tapping into the subconscious mind. I think if you've gotten to this point of reaching your subconscious mind, this is the next hurdle of why people don't want to keep going. They don't want to face the darkness. They don't want to face the shadows and their fears that they've been living on their whole entire lives. You cannot expect people to want to just completely turn their lives upside down by facing their fears. You just can't expect people to want to do that. It's not pretty, it's not easy, it's going to be the hardest thing you've gone through, you're going to have a lot of ups and a lot of downs. That's all part of being able to eventually get over that hurdle so that your subconscious mind then works for you just as much as your conscious mind does. And wouldn't it be a beautiful blend to have a balance of both your creative side and your logical side? I just recently took a course on how to tap into the subconscious mind and I have done it on somebody and I've gotten it done. So I have a few good stories that I'm excited to share on my next podcast episode. But yeah, so with the subconscious mind comes a lot. It comes out whether you want it to or not. If you're trying to talk to your subconscious mind, you're going to eventually hear this information. And why not ask for it, work through it, so you can release it, so then you can have a clear subconscious mind to bring in creativity and harmony and nurturing feminine words you want to place in there. Okay, so why does our subconscious mind matter? We've been doing fine for centuries without it, but I would actually question that. I don't think we've been doing fine as a society for centuries. And I think it's always darkest before dawn. And we're starting to see that really now in the 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. There's been so much uproar about so many different things. It's really all coming to a head because we're all trying to figure out ourselves and our lives. And what we've been keeping under wraps and what we have been pushing down or pushing into our right side of the brain and not opening back up all of those things are now collectively meaning as a whole not just individual people i mean collectively within our world everyone is kind of starting to wake up to their subconscious mind that is why all of these new rights and laws and people really standing up for what they believe in is coming forward And it's beautiful, because no matter what you are standing up for, you're realizing that you're standing up for something, and that's cool. You know that when somebody has taken a step outside and stood up for what used to tear them down, that's when they're using their subconscious mind. They're facing themselves, and that is a beautiful thing to watch. So we are seeing people use it more in society, but... Like I said, the darkness comes before dawn, so we're having to go through these really hard shifts and changes and kind of almost like death and rebirth. We want to bring more of the right side of our brain to the forefront, and to do that, we have to push back some of the left side, and that's not going to be easy. You're fighting against your ego. You're fighting against what you've learned your whole life. You're fighting against what society is going to think of you. There are some people who are just more naturally capable of reaching the right side of their brain without even knowing and using that in their daily lives. People who follow their gut for business decisions, for relationships, for any kind of big decision, you just follow the feeling, that's using your subconscious mind. This is really important to have in your everyday life because that's all you have at the end of the day. If we're looking at the subconscious mind being connected to your higher self, your higher self has a greater awareness and a greater knowledge of the universe at large. And it's not just about like little tiny you. It's like, if I have this like on my side, then, you know, what's stopping me? So if we look at the subconscious mind as being able to connect to that, when we're making big decisions, And we're following our gut and we know that that gut feeling is because that's that universal sign of like, hey, this is something you should pay attention to. That's only going to help us. Life likes to push us around and we can use our conscious mind to try and work against that or we can use our subconscious mind to ebb and flow through that to learn the lessons and to learn the path and to figure out where we want to go for ourselves. It's an extremely personal journey to find yourself and to find yourself within your mind because once you go in, there's no going back. Once you know, you can't unknow. But the coolest part is, is if you can walk through all the muck and the dirt and the fears of the past and you can get through it, then you have a fresh slate with your subconscious mind, your creative, emotional forward mind. That's where you can set your new boundaries set your belief system, and abide by those that you've made for yourself, because you don't have any underlying shadows trying to point you in another way. So the subconscious mind, as much as I know about it, I still know nothing at all. And that's kind of how it goes when you decide to explore the brain, the way that I am, at least. All right, that's all I have for now on the subconscious mind. I will update everybody as I continue to learn and to grow and to understand. And I would hope that if anybody has anything they would like to add, email me or message me on Instagram. It's at Misty Seibel. My email is sweethomseibel at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you all join me back next week. That's all from me. This is Sweet Home Seibel. <laughs>